Okay, so uh, this is Integrate. If you've never been here before, uh, welcome back, or welcome uh, for the first time. We've been looking at the tearing down the walls between theology and hip hop. Uh, today, we're uh, as we're coming to a close, we're going to be able to pull that door because we got dirty birds coming. Uh, <laughs> so we're talking about Tupac, and uh, apparently they have not made edited content for Tupac yet. So on on the YouTubes, and so we're going to have two more Tupac songs that we'll listen to, and then we'll chat about, and then uh, in the in the next few weeks we'll do some other kind of old school hip hop uh, rap artists, and then uh, we'll be done with this series and kind of have a, a closing kind of conversation as we leave this and go on to our, our next things. Uh, so, Andy, you want to share what songs we're doing today? We are going to be doing the song Blasphemy, which is off of Machiavelli, and uh, Who Do You Believe In, which is off of... Remember? I don't remember the album. Yeah. So, which one are you going to do first? Blasphemy. Okay, so, let's pause it. Uh, the image is very jarring and uh, this is uh, an interesting an interesting song it was actually suggested by uh, somebody in the class last week of doing uh, this song because of the what he talks about in the song so um, and again what we do pull out your phones you can get the lyrics um, and we follow along with the lyrics I don't know if this is a lyric thing but uh, but follow along with the lyrics and that way we can have a good conversation afterwards uh, Machiavelli came out. This was actually the, if I'm not mistaken, the last album that was released before Tupac died. And it was very interesting for folks when he released this album because he essentially like talks about him dying, like this, like and, and how it's all gonna happen. And it's and then this is the album that leads people to think that he actually isn't dead, but he isn't dead. But he's alive and he's faked his death, um, like uh, like Machiavelli. So. Anyway, and then of course, like this, if you were alive, or, or I guess most of you were alive, if you were uh, aware of what was happening in the world at the time this album came out, you will kind of vaguely remember that it was when they released this <coughs> album artwork. It was, I mean, people were mad, and it was it was a very much a, a hot topic because <coughs> of what you know what what we see before us. So anyway, let's get to the song, and then we'll uh, kind of go from there. There is con a space of content, so prepare yourselves. Why 
watch those homies. Keep your enemies close, nigga. Watch your homies. It seemed a little unimportant when he told me I smiled. Picture Jews being handed to an innocent child. I never knew in my lifetime I lived by these rules. Initiated as an outlaw, studying rules. Never pop ain't around, so I gotta recall. I'll come to grips with being written on my enemies' walls. Promise if I have a seat, I'm a god and right. Dear Lord, don't let me die tonight. I got words for my comrades. Listen and learn. Ain't nothing free. Give back what you earn. No doubt. So, uh, yeah, again, remember the premise of what we're discussing and what we're talking about in our little groups is, what is this artist saying about their relationship with God? Um, 
what are they saying, you know, what are they trying to communicate, if they're going to communicate anything at all about relationship with God. Where do we see, okay, uh, I see where he's going, and I kind of agree or maybe kind of can relate to that, or um, we see this as an out of alignment. Like, okay, well, I don't agree with how he's talking about this or what he's saying about this when it comes to that. Um, so those are some of your jumping off points. There's obviously much more that you can talk about amongst this song, but uh, turn to your neighbor, get in a little group, let's have a little discussion, and then uh, we'll come back and see where our time, where a little time takes us. Ready to go? <coughs> Maybe the most vocal song on Planet Earth. Have you heard Hit Em Up before? Yes. Hit Em Up? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Of course. It's like, I feel like you can't say you've listened to Tupac and not heard Hit Em Up. Like, that's just one of the easy goes to. That's like saying, Have you listened to Kanye? Yeah, I loved uh, I don't know, Stronger. Stronger. <laughs> So, uh, what'd you think? What you, did you get? Oh, man. The one that stuck out to me that I just, like, for some reason did not catch the first couple, I mean, listening to it a couple times this week was the should we cry when the Pope died? My request. We should cry if they cried when we buried Malcolm X. I was like, oh. Just reading through it. I was like, yeah. oh, man. Yeah. Yeah, it's, um, what I mean, it's, it's and I think that what I just find so interesting about, about, um, I'm always struck by how, this is another, just a general comment, just by how language, like, does something to us, right? Like, if anything, I, I, I wish, part of me wishes there was a translation of the Bible that used the strong language that is actually used in, part, in parts of the Bible, right? Like, there, I feel like it's, it's been cleaned up a little bit. Oh, sure. Because then when you go into some of the you know, translations in the Greek and the Hebrew, and, um, you see there's some there's a level of like scandalous vulgarity in, in a in a way. But then we read and it doesn't feel that way. But to the ancient ears, like it was, and I, it'd be really interesting if you if you had something like that. Yeah. Like an, an, ex, an explicit, an explicit Bible. People would so upset. Oh, they would. How dare you? Like, How we dare just you? literally translated it. Yeah, and tried to find a better, kind of find better language that represents 
what's happening in the, in the thing. Well, I, like, what's interesting to me, and I know a little bit about this because I've ha- I have family that is like live in trailer homes and have nothing. But like, it's clearly a lot of this is talking about as far as religion is so heavily tied to like televangelists. Yeah, and just like that first part in that line, like we'll see you next time here on this week in Bible prophecy. I was like, he's like directly attacking these like televangelists that asked like these impoverished communities for all their money, yeah, and then they just live this lucrative life. Like, what was that? He got like I think church like actually dropped him. But it, you remember that televangelist that like was having a fundraising campaign because he needed a new jet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like, what? And then, of course, like, the biggest name right now is uh, What's-Her-Face, who's um, best friends with Trump, white. This is interesting. So did you notice, did you notice, I just, just, it totally missed on me until I looked at it some more. Uh, he mentions God as female. Yeah. 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 I saw that and I was like, he said in little little note says that referring to God as a woman is also saying that people have been worshiping the wrong person. If said that in the Middle Ages would probably be burned to a stake or thrown off a cliff. It also plays to the idea that women take a long time to, to get ready. Makes a lot of sense with Pots. Love admiration of women, strong, powerful figures. Oh, that's really good. It's really good. system was corrupt. It is corrupt. Oh, absolutely. Huh. Like his struggle with, you can almost feel his struggle with like maybe his family members and people he knows that like really book their lives on this health and wealth gospel and their money to these televangelists. And like he feels like his only option is like the lifestyle he's living. Where he feels like the only way he is going to make it is to be his his MOB. I want to see if they had anything about that line about. Uh, 
Pac says that the, the fight for black rights should be important to people in the black community and listening to the Pope. Inclusion Pop says that we'll acknowledge the mainstream society's pains if we acknowledge ours. All right. Maybe uh, one, two minutes, two minute warning. What's that look? Oh. It seems like a place <laughs> <laughs> No, usually not. I can't taste this to you. It tastes like hot. Oh, is that a, did they give you that for graduation? Oh, that's so nice. Andy, you things get better for a little brain I got a t-shirt. I got a t-shirt. It was it was a nice t-shirt on the front, and then you know what they did on the back in really corny type font. It said "Lipscomb for life." So it's like, well, great. Now I can't wear this. <laughs> Ruined a perfectly good show. I never accepted any free swag I do have a Lipscomb Foosball Team shirt. And I love that. I just love this is all recorded, right? That is what Rachel did. Oh, just blindly puts it all on the podcast. That'd be great. She just chops the front. Yeah, just chops the front and on the podcast. And he's complaining about his alumni shirt. He's gone now. It's fine. Okay, let's uh, let's bring that together. We'll uh, we'll start over here. Then we'll end with this group in the front. Then we'll even hear from Andy up here in the front, too. All right, so what do you think? Let's move over here. Give some perspectives, thoughts, insights, reactions. You have a lot of different ones. <laughs> <laughs> I, well, I brought up, I said, you know, you talked a lot about, like, where are we, or what we in right now is that hell, you know? And then talking about, you know, have you ever seen a crackhead like that's eternal fire? Um, we talked a little bit about, like, you know, I mean, I said, we started talking about, like, the people in his neighborhood, you know, in Philly, like, are the people, like, he's talking about in the song, but they're some of the, like, greatest, kindest people, you know. And I said, I had a Bible study one time that you're never closer to Jesus than, like, when you're in the struggle. And so we can look at that and be like, oh, I feel so bad for them, you know. But, like, really and truly, like, they're tapped into, like, needing God in a deeper way than I probably ever will. What else? I think we also brought up sort of um, geography of, like, you know, you're, you're born where you're born, and you didn't really do anything to earn that or get that. It just seems to happen. So your struggles vary depending on your geography, um, and that, uh, and we kind of talked about the theology of circumstance that like we can uh, we can make judgments on folks' theology, but not having not having ever lived where they lived or done what they've done or experienced what they've experienced, and like we can sit back and make judgments on that, but 
we didn't live that life. We didn't grow up seeing that. And it's not because we did anything amazing. It's just that we happened to be born not there. You know, like not in the struggle. And so it's just, and it, it's a common theme that uh, we've seen. I wasn't here for chance, but like we saw it across Kendrick, we saw it with Kanye, and now with Tiffany, that like it's their circumstance defines their theology, and it may differ from ours, but that doesn't necessarily mean that it's wrong because we didn't grow up, you know, like Kendrick and Compton, or, um, you know, in Kanye's situation, he wasn't necessarily in the, uh, poverty, but right. he still had struggles, right? right? And so, like, we just didn't grow up in this situation, so it's, it's hard to sit back and say, like, you shouldn't believe that way. Uh, and so it's just an interesting thing that you see, because, um, and then I think this, the last thing is that Tupac was struggling with who God is to him, just in the same way that I feel like many of us have tried to understand, like, is God the Father, or is he, you know, is he a cop, is, you know, is he a judge, is he a friend, like, what, who? Or is it a woman? Yeah, or a woman, yeah, because yeah. he's female. Yeah, because like, he mentions it, you know, when, when she's coming. Um, but who is God, and, like, what does he or she, what is, you know, what is, how do I interact with, with him or her? Um, what does he, how does she, he or she feel about me? And, like, is it, you can see that struggle with him, but that's common with me, at least. I don't, I don't want to speak for everybody in the room, but it was common with me of, like, you know, reconciling who God is. Okay. Any other thoughts for this week? Okay. What do we got over here? What y'all talk about? What you think? I didn't find it in the last few minutes. I thought I was going to find it. I, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I sat there and thought, oh, yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, I thought I relate to those, I mean, those sentiments uh, in some regards. And I guess maybe for him, you know, because I mean, obviously in this song, you can, you can, it's pretty clear that he has a critique on, you know, a certain, definitely a certain brand of Christianity, right? right? This, uh, you know, a, a TV, you know, prosperity gospel, taking advantage of folks who are in like poverty, saying, you know, like he definitely has a critique on that, mm-hmm. and. Uh, Doing this and your ticket to heaven, mm-hmm. you know. And some of us in the room may have that same critique about those kinds of that kind of brand of you probably wouldn't like do a song like this about it. But yeah, that's good. What else? What else are you talking about? Just the fact that he sounds like an insider, like he does, like he knows mm-hmm. terms and words. Yeah. That he he understands. Like he's coming from a perspective like I know what this is. Um, I'm not just looking at it from the outside. Like I been around this and I don't, I have a critique of someone that knows it. The same struggle, like, about some of the other artists too, they seem to know the right things to do, but the circumstances that they're in, they live a life differently. Like, Tupac's got another great song, Only God Can Judge Me, and I feel like maybe that's, you know, that, that's kind of guiding him is, I can live the life there's so much noise out there, you know, there's so many students in my environment that's affecting what I'm doing, but at the end of the day, I'm not going to stop. Yeah. 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 I wonder if, uh, if he, he references the advice he got from his father. He talks about, you know, get off your ass, and be rich, you know, the 10 rules, all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. But then, you know, he talks about 
the advice you got from his papa. Oh, I'm wondering if he's referring to two different people there. Mm-hmm. When he talks about um, his papa, you know, it's more of the, you know, don't be blasphemous, right? So I wonder if that's the same person. So I know at least in the new fifty something this maybe read it too much into it, but especially in uh, a lot of communities, you know, fathers, the biological fathers are sometimes absent, right? Not there. You know, that's you know, that's across the board, you know, for uh, races and things of that nature. But then sometimes that that particular figure is replaced with another male figure that could be that. Boys and girls club that could be a teacher that could be someone within the church or some type of community center. So that could be the person referred to as. Shakur is not actually his biological name either. That's right. his stepfather. So it could be that he's talking about. Right. So I don't know how much exactly. biological mm-hmm. father is in his life. Yeah, and it's like so you just you never know which which is you know, the, the dad is the stepdad and the papa is the biological father. But there's always there's this. this and I mean, and that's what you know is true. A lot of our lives is that family is complicated, and I've really met someone who has an uncomplicated family situation. And I don't know where we got the idea that families are like not complicated, but, <laughs> but no, I think this is good pick up. Good pick up. Anything else? Anybody like disagree with something in that in the song? History, click on that. What y'all got? What did you guys talk about? It's one of the longer books than the gospel from last week. Yeah, yeah. Um, the thing that I sort of latched on to was this whole idea of like the Pope. Yeah, like the preacher, like basically wanting him to be buried out of the way because, like, he knows that the preacher is lying, which kind of reminds me of like the Reformation and like the whole like Catholic issues with like powers could be like in the church, like oppressing other people, using their power to their own self interests. Yeah, it's good. What else? Okay. Also, I couldn't hear it in the song, but my lyrics had like the Lord's Prayer at the very end of it. Noah said that he could hear it in the background. But oh, yeah, I could hear it. Yeah, I could hear interesting to me too like with, with what we've been doing especially with uh, this whole series is that I'm, I'm trying to think now like of all the other genres of music 
do any other genre music just like straight up just tossing the Lord's Prayer at the end of the song. Mm -hmm. I got I haven't haven't heard Luke Bryan do that yet. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fine if he did. Like I'm like I'm pro it, but it's just like it's really interesting to me that like of all the genres of music, you think there'd be other genres that would latch on to this in a more you know, obviously Christian music does it, but like in a in the secular music form, you would think there'd be others that, but it doesn't appear that way. But it happens a lot. Of, I don't know what that means. Not making any like judgment statements, but it's just probably some metal songs that happen. In that. Probably <laughs> some of those hard. Not like not like in the songs. best voice, maybe. Right, yeah. right. It's probably in there. that's true. Okay, Andy, did you have any thoughts? Yeah. So. One of the things I noticed, and Patrick and I are talking about, is so those of us that maybe have like more poor family or grew up in that situation that are more rural, I noticed immediately that he's got this like battle with televangelists that he's bringing up, and it just reminded me of my uh, family in Arkansas that really going to church was turning on the TV, and how like um, like. Uh, I don't know the right word because I don't want to say like they depended on it but like how they put so much stock in sending in this money to these preachers on TV that promised them that if they did they would be blessed with material wealth and um, it seems to me in the song like Tupac calls that out immediately and says that you know that's a lie like that's never going to happen um, and it's just like just for those of us that know like how huge a problem that is in impoverished communities, uh, be it, you know, rednecks in the middle of Arkansas or the inner city, you know, it's just, it's, I thought it was unique that he took this uh, song and used it to kind of really address all of the problems with religion, with organized religion. He just took a shot at everybody. It's fun. It was fun. <laughs> <laughs> Loved it. Good. Okay, let's go to the next song. Let's get it in so we can get two in. And we'll close. The next song is... Oh, a dinosaur. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that, that looks like one of those not good signs. There is no internet connection. Oh, we play no. the uh, jumping game? Jumpman? Mm -hmm. Has it feel like, like, it seems like that Machiavelli album that, uh, Follow Me is like a theme. Like, just thinking of the album. Like, he references that, and this is, I don't really know what that means, but just, I don't know the, the statement of the album that he's trying to make. Yeah. But it, I can recall Follow Me, the, 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 the phrase Follow Me. When you're on spring break, yeah. you had on repeat. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> so this is like my spring break in 97. <laughs> it was, it, and like, that's the weird thing. It's like I talk about, I talk about music and, and hip hop. It's like hip hop in the nineties was way, it was way crazier than it is now. It's crazy now, but it's like I was listening to this. I was like, what, 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 what was happening? It's my life. <laughs> but that was yeah, that was interesting. Uh, we got technical difficulties. Yeah, there's no internet, so I'm gonna try to pull it up on my phone. Okay. What's the song? What do you believe in? What do you believe? While he's pulling that up, I'll answer your question, sort of. 
pink floor in the 70s. Yeah. Put the Lord's Prayer in the middle of the song sheet. There you go. Yeah. It's, it's rare. But it's rare, yeah. Seven, you had to go back to the 70s. Yeah. My childhood. Yeah. <laughs> Mine, yeah. But it is, I mean, just an interesting artist. Tupac. And, uh, I'm sorry, who do you believe in? Well, and, and, and then one thing I would say as far as even how this points to um, our Bibles is, I mean, I look at I look at all these artists as modern day songs, songs, songs. Yeah. These are some, yeah, psalmists. Psalmists, thank you. It's early. <laughs> and and I even like and I was talking to Amy about this. It's like I, when I read through the Psalms, and we did a series several years ago about this, but. You know the the scandalous nature of the Psalms is lost on us because of the translations that we have. But in the time in which they were written, and the things that were said, and how they were said in a lot of the Psalms would would have been scandalous talk to even like speak to God in any way of that nature to shake your fist or to be in lament. Um, but like that, in some sense, we just witnessed like a modern something that start up very. Like, like a downer, very aggressive. But then by the end, we're doing the Lord's Prayer, which is how a lot of the songs end. Is they have this lamenting that happens and this anger that sometimes takes place. But then by the end of the song, it's like it's still our friendship. It's still like, yeah. yeah you ready? Yep. Good. That's uh, everybody got the lyrics up. Okay. I see mothers in black crumb, brothers in back dumb, plus everybody's high, too doped up the ass. Why? Watching our own. Like we don't believe in God, cause we living in sin. I asked my homie on the block, why he strapped, he laughed, pointed his pistol at the cop car, passed the blast, just another murder. Nobody mourns no more, my teardrops getting bigger, but can't figure what I'm crying for. Is it the miniature caskets, little babies, victims of a strength from drug dealers gone crazy? Maybe it's just the drugs, visions of how the block was. Crack came and it was strange how it rocked us. Perhaps the underlying facts they hide explain genocide. It's when we ride on our own kind. What is it we all feel? Reflections in the mirror. We can't escape faith. The end is getting nearer. Who you believe in? I put my faith in God. Blessed is the breathing. And even though it's hard, that's who I believe in. Before I'm leaving, I'm asking the grieving. Who do you believe in? Who do you believe in? I put my faith in God. Blessed is the breathing. And even though it's hard, that's who I believe in. Before I'm leaving, the 
error. I hate the man in the mirror, cause his reflection makes the pain turn realer. Times are all forgetting, murdering mass amounts in the society. We're only getting the cash counts. I started out as a beginner, into the criminal lifestyle, became a sinner. I make my money and vacate, and made prison. We're from the chosen one, the outcasts unforgiven. And all the Hennessy and BK high, the pain I feel inside, you know, it's like I'm living just to die. Fall on my knees and beg for mercy Not knowing if I'm worthy Living like thinking no man can hurt me So I'm asking before I lay me down to sleep Before you judge me, let get all the shit you did to me My misery, I rose up from the slums Made it out the flames in my search for fame Will I change and I'm asking Who do you believe in? I put my faith in God, bless this to breathe it Even though it's hard, that's who I believe in Before I'm leaving, I'm asking to grieve it Who do you believe in? Who do you believe in? Like elastic, and what's worse, I'm on front line, rolling down camp, still mad. She heard my cousin, one of the old heads from the block, just came home October 95, back in Yardsville, stuck with a three to five if he don't act up. Now he relies if you don't stay wise, then in this game you fuck. Talk to my baby girl, give me the word on what she heard. One of the grimies snitching diamond a stupid pigeon. I talked to him, he said he did. My man said he did. In fact, he's sure, cause he just came home off a bed. Now tell me, who do you believe in? I put my faith in God, bless me, still breathing. Know it's hard, that's who I believe in Before I'm leaving, I'm asking the grieving Who do you believe in? Who do you believe in? I put my faith in God, bless us to breathing And even though it's hard, that's who I believe in Before I'm leaving, I'm asking the grieving Who do you believe in? Who do you believe in? Who do you believe in? Is it Buddha? Just yourself. Definitely not to be imposed. Being a demon. Because this is the joy of believing men to believe in yourselves. But for sure, the higher power resides only to rise in the heart of the truth. From the soul of the man. For truth never has an alibi in the poetry or in its realm. That's what pulls on words together just to understand that every man is his own man and only man can satisfy the man only the soul of the man the feelings of the man the fulfillments of the man you can't shake the man when you feel the man you know the man and you gotta call yourself because you are that man